What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We're talking movies today. Once again, the lovely and talented Val Cameron from What to See with Val hey. uh, is, is back. Uh, and we've, we're going to talk about two movies today because we are both in the midst of uh desperately trying to circulate or complete our uh utah film critics association nominations so that we can turn them in (laughs) on time uh before we vote on saturday uh two movies that are going to be on a lot of people's lists and we'll decide probably by the end of this whether they're on ours (laughs) um uh we're going to talk about tonight the first one um i'm gonna okay this is the easy one this is will smith's first movie since yeah so emancipation we get another civil war slavery movie uh this one directed by antoine fuqua who uh stupid talented director uh whom we all know and love will smith ben foster plays our villain not oh my gosh he is such a good villain uh yeah not that there's not a lot of villains in this movie uh, I think but, the movie itself is a villain. <laughs> uh, it, it kind of is a, a, a movie. Uh, and it is, it is based on a real person, uh, a slave, a Haitian slave who uh, escaped, trekked through the swamps of the South to join the Union Army and fight to liberate his family after Lincoln ha- had issued the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, 12 Years a Slave was good. Um, ben this foster is, the, is a great villain this is the thing about this movie is that i i think that there are a few things working against it and there are a few things working for it i'm gonna go with the obvious thing working against it is that i think because of what happened at the academy awards last year with will smith i don't know that many people are going to give him a chance this quickly after that situation to jump nope. back up on that stage. Well, that he means, can't, he yeah, literally he can't. can't. Yeah. He literally can't. So I, I don't see, I don't see a nomination happening because from a lot of people because of that situation. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean that he didn't do a good job. I think the movie itself didn't do a fantastic job telling the story through the script, if I can say. Right. Visually, I, I think this movie is fantastic. Visually, uh, let's let's cinema- talk about that. It's basically yeah. black and white. Yes. It's well, it, some people say it's 
there are certain moments in the movie where the color is there is color the it changes between black and white and different colors when different things are happening in the movie but it doesn't ever go to all color and it so it right. tells a story visually that is way more appealing than the script is appealing. Yeah, I, I call so, them I call them little flourishes of color because it's not like the whole yes. frame colored. Um, yes. But but most of those colors tend to be in the red spectrum. Yes. That that he does give us, and it's always you know it's it's blood, um, it's rage in Will Smith's face, which I found fire. really kind of neat, mm-hmm. uh, and fire. Uh, but none of them are super red. There's there are no bright. Even when there's color, they're all muted. Yeah. So there are these little muted flourishes. Yeah, it definitely, um, they play with your eyes visually um, in this movie a lot. And there's a lot of emotion in the visuals in this movie. And so I really think it's going to be on my list for um, cinematography. Um, It's in my top five for cinematography. Um, I also think they did a really great job with the score in this movie. Um, so I think visually and sound wise, this movie was actually really good. But where I think they lost me a little bit is um, the actual storytelling with the script isn't as strong as I would have liked it to be yep. because the story itself is a very compelling story. But well, the, 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 let, I, I want to differentiate between the story and, and the character upon which it's based. The character upon which it's based is terribly compelling. That that is a, a good, but the way, I, yeah, you're right. The way that the the script puts it all together and presents it to us is a little off. Um, I have been Foster in my probable list of supporting actors uh, because he's such a good villain, um, and he's completely villainous in this. And yet, you like him most. Of, you almost like him most of the way through the film. And then you almost feel sad for him when he tells his the story about when he was a kid, which I, I think is just one of the greatest scenes ever put. <laughs> I don't ever, I, I have no compassion for this person. Well, um, I, but, I, I think that scene where he talks about when he was a kid, I think that's one of the great scenes that we've oh, seen this year. Oh, it is a great scene, but in no fashion, in at no time during this movie, do I feel compassion for this person. Um, I feel compassion for the instances that small children were put in during this time that made them grow up believing and thinking the way they did. So the situations that small children were put in, and he was once a small child Yes. and they have this scene in which Will Smith's character is he, he's trying to get away. He comes up on this house and he just wants to get water. And then he wants to get, you know, past this house and there's this family eating on the front porch and you think he's going to get away. You think he's going to make it. And you see this small little innocent looking girl see him. And you think she is just going to let him get away. And she doesn't. Nope. She tattles on him. She gets up. She rings the bell. She yells runner. And that's such a telling moment. That moment along with his story that he tells about his, about his, um, I don't, was it his, not his nanny or it was his like his nanny housekeeper. Yeah, kind of. well, and it also goes back to the kid. You're right. The, the kids are really uh, the, the way they're raised, but they're also up to a certain point. They're, they're raised in a very conflicted way until 
like in Ben Foster's story, one event happens and then they're kind of slapped with the reality of the world. Yeah. It's very confusing to tell a kid, we're going to leave you in the care of this person. And usually would only leave your children in the care of a person that you really trust. Right. And And, and that's, that's very confusing for a child. And then they, kids will develop relationships with whoever's spending the most time with them. And in this, in this day and age, it was whoever their housekeeper was, which was usually um, a black person. And then they've developed this relationship. He wants her to come and sit at dinner because she's like, the person he spends most of the time with and his dad's like, uh, and then what? And I thought that that right there, like those phrases and then what it makes the audience think so much about it. So there are nuggets of really great pieces that make you have these aha moments and make you start these conversations because that, and then what, and then what, and then what really makes me, it made me have this moment like, no, it is. It, yeah. And it's you hear, like, you hear, you hear it that. took the breath out of me. It took, and then what he says next and what his dad does mm-hmm. just. Um, so to me, I'm, I'm a little conflicted with the movie because there are some moments that are just so vivid. So telling the right conversations, the right things that we need to hear and see and be told. And then there's just some pacing problems with some things that we didn't need to spend time on. But I feel like that was every movie I watched this year. <laughs> there, that there were pacing problems. Yeah. This is just a hair over two hours. It's two twelve. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, I, 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 the best part of this movie is after he reaches Baton Rouge and he joins the army. And I think there's another, I talk about Ben Foster's scene. There's a scene with the union general um, where he's confronted about what he's willing to do to help the union army. And what's hilarious, what hilarious, I use that word. What's hilarious is that the union general who's theoretically there to, to enforce, you know, what is you know effectively the end of slavery asks a lot of the questions and makes a lot of the same remarks that certain people make today. Yeah. And, and again, it's just, it, there's, there's, there, there are these, these beautiful little scenes that mean a lot in a movie that just can't really get around to telling them right. Um, and that's, that's the bad part of this. And then everything else, I think the problem is that we, we've also seen this movie a lot and it's not that it's not worth that this, you know, slavery isn't a thing that we should be you know reminded of and talk about, but from a narrative sense, there has to be something new. And I just feel like we've seen so much of this except for, you know, those, those little personal punctuations, Ben Foster, the general, um, even the end uh, after the fighting is done, that denouement where he goes back to find his family, it's like, you know exactly how it's going to turn out because it's Hollywood. And it's just like, I didn't need that. You know, let's just, you, you could have ended it. But no, they wanted that that scene. And it's just like, why? I, I it, That that bothers me so much. I You know, I had a lot of the same problems with um, uh, The Woman King where I, I felt like they Hollywood put its fingers, its little Hollywood fingers in there and did too much Hollywood crap instead of letting the story do what it is perfectly capable of doing at a high level. And then they just Hollywooded it down. Yeah. There was a lot and of, and it's things. just like, why? Yeah. I really loved about the woman King, but it is a very hollow story where I think is till 
was a really good um oh tills tills fabulous I, I think i think till to me um was one of those stories that it was it was told in a way i was so afraid it was going to be another harriet um from the harriet Tucker because again that was a beautiful movie to watch it hold but it, it was very polished it was very hollywood and for me, I don't think that we've seen enough of these stories. I'm I'm on the opposite side that you're on. Um, you know, we've got a lot of baseball movies out there, and we're going to get more baseball movies. We have a lot of rom coms out there that have the same exact, uh, you know, storyline and characters, and we get a lot of those. And I think it's just this is just um, very different from what we usually get a lot of. It seems more of it lately, and I will be excited. Um, when a story like this is something that doesn't stick out like, okay, this is the slave story we have this year. I hope we get so many movies about slavery, about um, colonization, about these topics that we don't notice that we have a slave movie this year. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, and, I think we're not and, well, getting and that's, enough. And, I, I think, I think we, I, I think we actually agree on this. I'm, I'm not saying that yeah. we don't, need movies it's like you you mentioned you know baseball movies and rom-coms those are just frames to hang the story on and the problem is that this yeah there's not enough story in this movie for, yeah. and for I think what there, it's hanging it on yeah i think that there was enough story but they were telling sometimes when you have such a big story like this um it, it's hard to decide what side of this story you're going to tell Right. Um, and I had the same issue with the Fablemans and I know we're not talking about this no. on this episode, but Oh, no, I'm we'll gonna... save that for when you do yours. <laughs> um, you can highlight real quick. But what I feel like in the Fablemans is that um, there's a lot of that story that has already been told. Mm -hmm. um, and I would have liked what comes after that story is a little more compelling to me. What comes next. Right. And with this story, there was a lot of important things that happened on how he got to where he got to, but then there's that picture of him and how yes. that picture of him got around the world and where it went after that and what happened to the reactions. I want to know that mm -hmm. I want to see what happened to him after that. And what, if, what minds, if any, did it change? And like, there's this whole nother story and it doesn't, again, I don't think this movie was a bad movie. I just, felt like they could have spent more time in a different direction. Yeah, I And think I do think that Will Smith did a good job with what he was given. He disappeared into that role and he needed to. Yeah. And he did. I did not see Will Smith. I yeah. saw this character in this world and there were parts that devastated me. There were parts that I thought wow, like I had to remind myself that, and I'm, and I'm saying that knowing that I actually enjoy Will Smith as an actor, right? but um, I, I'm really sad that he couldn't be nominated for this role because I do think that this role was, was really good for him. Um, the movie was fine. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, I, I don't think it's bad. Like I said, I think they spent, uh, the movie didn't really, I mean, there, the, the front, it was too front heavy, but we needed the, the yes. battle and the, and the post. Yes. That was the problem. There was way too much swamp time. It's yes. like it wasn't a story about a guy getting through a swamp. 
Yes. I mean, that was almost. We got it. Like yeah. we got that. It's exactly. you're deep in the South. Like they, they started the movie off with this fantastic, um, like roll through of how deep they just went deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in the South. And I'm like, we are in the deep South. And you know, my husband, Dave said, well, yeah, this is where, and I'm like, no, that was what that scene was, what that camera work was, was to tell you how deep you are. And it made us feel that way right away. And then it kept doing it and it kept doing it and it kept doing it. And I'm like, I'm there, man. Give me some more story. There's more, yeah, there's no, right? more story exactly. here. It's beautiful. Yep. I give you that. It's beautiful. It's breathtaking. It is visually, you, yeah. you've got it. But yeah. now I need some more. I need some more. Give yep. me some more story. Give me the meat. Yep. So I feel so like the story was a little, um, it was like, a, um, it was like Will Smith light, you know, like it was. <laughs> I need the full, like the full version, not the light version. Right. So, okay. So emancipation, good, not great. Some good bits just needed to, which that's sad. Like I said, it's going to get some play come award season. We'll see how that goes, but no, it's, it's worth seeing, but yes, 12 years of slave is still better. Um, Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's talk about the uh, let's oh, let's talk about the marathon movie, uh, one of two marathon movies <laughs> that you haven't seen the other one yet. Uh, this is the shorter of the two, just so you feel better. Oh my god! By by four minutes, uh, <sighs> clock clocking it at a brisk three hours and eight minutes. This is the thing. I don't mind three hour movies if that three hour movie doesn't feel like a three hour movie. As long as it's um, three hours well spent, yes. And this movie, I'm so torn. I am so torn about this movie because, and I was told by a few people, like, don't even waste your time to watch it. Like, it's a waste. I don't think it was a waste. I think there were wasteful moments. I could go through that and snippity snip, 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 and make it a tight movie that meant something. Um, But I think that the director um, and the screenwriter got carried away. Like, nobody was there. Considering it's the same. Yeah. Like <laughs> nobody Chazelle. was there. Nobody was there to say, Hey, yes. Babylon uh, seems, feels like it ran as long as Babylon was an actual city. Uh, yeah. This movie, it, 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 it's a full hour too long. Oh it, yeah. It is a oh, yeah. full hour too long. And most, and, and half that hour is the first 31 minutes before yeah. you get to the title card. Yeah. Um, that, opening sequence is just insanely uh, it, it's not unnecessary but it is 
just broadly overlong this and is gratuitous. The thing. It's, it's and, called Babylon. And if you know anything about Babylon I, and the, the whole idea, it's indulgence. It is. And this director, this filmmaker put all of the indulgence and the unnecessary nonsense in this movie to, to prove a point um, to the point where you're almost like, oh, like, do I want to keep going? But if you took out some of that indulgence and some of that nonsense, you would see that this is one of Margot Robbie's best roles ever as Margot Robbie. But you almost don't want to believe it because of everything else that's in this, in this, in this movie. movie. Um, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. Uh, uh, shoot. Uh, the main on. actor who I don't I slaughter his name every time I say it and, and what's hilarious is they don't even have it on uh, on IMDB um, I have it he is on the long list um, for there we go all cast actors right um, and he does a fantastic job Diego Calva yeah Diego Calva is it Calva Calva, C A L V A. Yes. Yes, Diego Calva. So Diego. yeah, uh, but Olivia Wilde is in it for for eight seconds. Yeah. Uh, Samara Weaving is in it briefly, and when when I almost like most people will think that Margot Robbie was playing two roles, um, because it's Samara Weaving. Toby Maguire shows up in another completely unnecessary subplot that could be cut and or greatly shortened. Yeah. Um, Eric Roberts, which I, I thought was actually really awesome. Uh, there, there's just a ton. I mean, it, throw a name. That person is probably in this. I would like to point out, in, in my humble opinion, this entire movie is summed up in Gene Smart's two-minute talk with Brad Pitt. Yeah, near the end of the film. That's the entire movie. Yeah, and that's that's some of the best two minutes. Again, I we t we just talked about Ben Foster and his little story ran a little longer than two minutes. This might be the best two minutes of this movie, where everything is crystallized. And explained, and, and you know, without passion, without prejudice, she just lays it out. Yeah. And and you see Brad Pitt get it. Yeah. And then it's just like that's that's the movie, but it's wrapped up. If if you blinked or didn't pause, and you took a bathroom yeah. break, and you missed that, you've missed a huge part of this movie. Yeah. And I I I love talking about um, this sub this specific subject. The subject of this movie is how. The film, how the film world was made, how it was developed. And they say the gold right now, they say the golden age of Hollywood. And you think of, you know, the 50s, mm -hmm. the 40s and the 50s, but it really happened in the 20s and the 30s. And and I love talking to people about this because a lot of people don't understand that the first filmmakers, the first directors of film were women. Before studios got a hold, before big studios got a hold of filmmaking and put everything on a on a lot. It was women making film, women directors, women leading roles, women, you know, writers, all this stuff. And then real Hollywood came in and everything changed. And so it shows that change from just this wild west of filmmaking, literally wild yeah. west 
filmmaking, which was visually just so cool to like see all of this chaos and then how it was brought over to the studios and then how things changed, but not necessarily better and how things actually got worse in the culture than it mm -hmm. was before. It wasn't good to begin with. It was, but at least everybody knew what they were getting into. You were walking yeah. on set. You saw the drugs. You saw the sex. You saw the debauchery. You knew what you were getting into. There was no secret couch anywhere. There was no secret whatever nope. that you thought, oh, it's all legit now because there's people, you know, in a studio somewhere. And then you walk in and realize, you know, you're screwed, literally. Um, but showing that and then bringing it into you know, the world where now Diego's character is no longer in film anymore. Um, and it, it's changed even more at that point. Um, I love that subject. I love, and I thought there were, was such a good story in the midst of this like ball of mm -hmm. craziness. There's this little nugget, little nugget center that is, that is so good and delicious but getting there is so difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's it 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 really is. The uh like I said it just it it it's it's too long. It's too it's Hollywood doing. I mean, let's not forget he gave us La La Land. Yeah. Uh, which is Hollywood on Hollywood. Yeah. And you know, it's I'm I'm almost tired of Hollywood on Hollywood. Yeah. You know, I was I I didn't really care for um she said because it was Hollywood on the media that they manipulated and used and, and, you know, conspired with in a lot of ways, but now look, look what we're, it's like you, I, I'm it, self aggrandizing. I mean, Chazelle is showing, you know, a lot of the dark side or the, you know, the, the industry of the film industry, if you will, but it's, it's, it's too much. It's too long. And he's still in the end, almost saying, but look how great it is. And in the end, he still can't even say, yeah, and it still sucks. You know, it's, I, it's, there's so much conflict to what the movie is actually saying. And is, is Hollywood really qualified to comment on Hollywood? I don't, you know, it's like, oh, uh, yes, we, uh, we checked our books and everything's fine. It's like, oh, well, you checked your own books. Oh, it must be good. And that's, that's kind of what I feel like movies like this are doing. You know, they're, you know, they're, they're presenting their version, like, no, the honest for real and for true. This is, this is the way it is. So uh, that, I, I mean, think it's if, not a documentary. No, 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 no. But it's, <laughs> but it's still, it's still trying to, it's still trying to glamorize itself while, while simultaneously kind of pretending to run itself down. And uh, so I, maybe because it's so long, maybe that it bothered me more if it had been shorter and, and tighter it might have made more sense if it had just been about the industry um but then you get to the end scene where um uh he's in the theater and he's watching singing in the rain which is effectively the story of this movie yeah um thematically anyway uh it's like you could have kept that entire scene the same and that is you know kind of the that's the 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 dramatization of what Gene Smart explains to Brad Pitt. Yeah. And that that kind of works. So, so you know narratively you still get your point across. You still kind of get to have it both ways. But you're not just bombarding the audience with stuff that it it doesn't need and doesn't really work and can actually detract I think from that message. That's me. Yeah. 
So um, it's it's not as bad. Um, I I I called it like it's it you know it's 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 an overlong overstuffed mess that still isn't as bad as some people want it to be. Yeah, some I people want people this to be. Really, yeah, they want it I to mean, be a stinker, and I don't yeah. think it was a stinker. I am conflicted because you could cut this movie down to just under two hours, and it would be it would be a contender. Like it would really oh, yeah. be a contender. Um, and so that's why I'm I'm conflicted because. I actually think the performances were great. I think that the cinematography was great. The pacing, other than this, the fluff that was in between, like if you were to cut out, like how it moved forward, but then it would just move to somewhere that we didn't. Well, why are you going there? there like, I don't want exactly. to understand why you went down that dark hole. That's Every a whole time different, Brad Pitt gets that's married. That's a whole different movie, you know? Yep. Well, and that's the thing is like, we understand that he got married a bunch of times and you know, you could cut a lot of that out. Like you said, as much as I like to see Tobey Maguire on the big screen, none of that was needed. No. None of it was needed. You could have gotten the whole thing out of what came in the end there without having any of that. It was kind of like, well, hey, you know, a couple of our friends have some time off. So let's put Tobey Maguire in this. Let's put, you know, so-and-so in this. And there they are. When mm. it's detracting, like you said, from the stories the other stories that are in there that are so compelling, like Brad Pitt's friend, you know, oh, that, George. Like this side story of George is just so sad, but like you, everyone can relate to it. And then the sadness that comes with it, like cut out the hour about his wives and cut out the half hour, uh, you know, with freaking Spider-Man and let's focus on these other tragedies that led to the demise of Brad Pitt's character. You know what I mean? And, and so I just, I am, I'm so conflicted because I don't want people not to see this movie, but I also don't want people to give money to, so that we get another three, know, right? three hour movie wait, about. Wait like, for the, wait the for this one to show up on streaming. Movie. Please do not, do not give this box office money. Um, can, can I, there's a scene um, that didn't happen that that I actually wanted to have happen. Um, and it's after uh, after Brad Pitt talks to Gene Smart and he gets the call to, for that job, that last, not last role, but that one role where he tells his friend, just tell me it's a, it's, it's a piece, of, piece of crap and I'm bailing you out. Just, you know, be honest with me. Tell me, yeah, it's a piece of crap and you're, I'm bailing you out. You're bailing me out. Fine. And he goes and does it. And he, they're on the on the coast looking out at the ocean and they're doing the scene. And the director comes in and gives the lead notes and he looks at brad he goes you ready to go again he's like yeah i'm ready to go again but that whole scene what i really wanted them to do was cut away and then show us that scene where uh all the direction that the lead got brad pitt pours into his like four word line yeah because that that's that that would have been a i would have loved to have seen brad pitt just chew like those four yeah. or five words with all of that emotion behind it yeah. and it would have been, I would have been like, Oh my God, that might've been worth a nomination by itself. Yeah. Uh, but I was just like, Oh, and he didn't actually go there. It's like, God, that would have been such a beautiful yeah. Hollywood thing. Um, but they just, you know, he, he, they had him just, he had, was completely broken at that point. And it's just like, yeah. no, he, he could have had that one gas yeah. of reality. And, and he would have had, I was just like, Oh, that's so sad. That would have been such a great, great scene to see. Yeah. But we didn't get it. But no, it's yeah, do I, I I hate to say don't don't spend your money on this one because then there's gonna be like, oh, so three hour movies. 
Uh, yeah. you know, watch that's it great. definitely watch it, watch it at home, understand that every type of debauchery and rated R thing happens in this movie. I'm shocked um, that it's R it's all, it's, it's, it's uh, almost NC 17. No, no, because the two NC 17 movies that I saw this year were definitely like, I well, can tell the difference blonde. Yeah. It was NC 17. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the other one? It was a horror film. I can't remember. There's uh, so many, I know. so many movies. I'm, yeah. I'm almost broken. <laughs> my almost brain. Bro- I need to like, at the end of the year, we just need to be able to dump. Like, <laughs> you know what you need to do? You know, you, you know what you need to do when you need a break, like, like Thursday while you're waiting for, to decide who you're going to vote for. Just watch Marcel the shell again. I know. I love that movie. So and then, much. and then you'll feel better. <laughs> I don't feel you- bad. I'm really like thankful that both you and I get to finally do this together um you know be a part of this association and and uh, everything and so um but it is it's just um i i don't have that much space in my brain to no. carry all the movies i have to remember plus like remembering everyday life things so i'm really yeah, happy just... that i have a husband that's like yep. you don't remember all of these logical things like uh where your wedding ring is um you almost got so much <laughs> but look let's 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 be let's be clear the, the uh, neon studios sent us this to remind uh-huh. us how many movies we had to watch yeah amazon and and netflix sent us all of these uh a24 sent four more today um and that's just to remind us of what we saw and or uh, what we missed or to, to give us a chance to see what we missed. And that doesn't count what's in our email. So oh, yeah. Like every time uh, I open my email, uh, th- I know there's another one. And yeah. Like the, the, the smaller labels that somehow don't get lumped into those. Uh, yeah. And I say smaller labels and it, you know, it's searchlight doesn't wind up on physical disc. You get them rolling through, you get them rolling through your email. So um, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a lot. So not only do we have to remember what we watched in February and March, but then we're like, did we watch? Did I watch this? Oh yeah. God, I didn't. And oh God, I didn't watch this many movies. And now I have to try to do that while we're watching movies that are still coming out. So it's, yeah, it's, um, you did this last year. I got in the the association this year. This will be my first time. Um, I will probably be fairly quiet at the arguments uh, on Saturday. Uh, and I say arguments that, sorry, that will be the discussion. I think there'll be a discussion yeah, we have before discussions. we vote. I was fairly quiet last year. There were a few that I stepped forward on. And one of them um, was the editing uh, category, um, the cinematography and editing category for yeah. uh, uh, the Steven Spielberg movie last year. <laughs> That's what my brain story. is at. West Side, West Side Story. story. Um, I, I had a little argument for West side story for cinematography last year, because, um, I did think the cinematography was, was pretty, uh, spectacular, but, um, yeah, I'm usually pretty quiet. Um, unless like, I think that something is really last year was my first year. So when yeah. I say usually I meant that one time, um, <laughs> right. It's how it works. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But I'm like just said- excited to have you there. And, and well, you know how hard it is for me to actually be quiet. So we'll see how quiet I actually you am. You and I both have an issue with being quiet, but I was pretty quiet in that room. So I think you'll be okay. Yeah. I'll pro- you'll, you'll probably know if I'm about to throw a hand grenade, if I go, well, <laughs> that's, that's probably going to be your keyword to duck. Uh, the I'm probably going to be like, well, we're sitting in a room with a whole bunch of people that did the same thing that we did this year and that love 
film just as much as that we do. do. And it's so cool to be there. It's, it's, it's not something that I expected, but it's really fun conversations with other people that are very passionate about movies. So it's, a, it's fun. And plus we get snacks. Oh, so. we get snacks. Uh -huh. Bonus. We get snacks. Bonus. I like snacks. Okay. So. <laughs> well, okay. So we talked about emancipation. Good, but not great. Um, Ben Foster. Awesome. Babylon. Nice nugget of stuff. A lot of stuff we didn't need. Watch it at home. I feel like just to get in the season is that it's like the box of chocolates that you get for Christmas. The, the and, Whitman sampler. And they don't give you what's inside each one. And so you have to test each one, but there's really only one that ends up being the one that you want to eat all of it. <laughs> right. That's that movie. Yeah. Is there so much goodness to see, but then you're like, but that's, I don't like what's in there. I don't like yeah. what's in there. I don't like what's in there. I really like what's in there. Can I have yeah. more of that one? That, yeah. And no, there's that's two of Babylon. those in the entire box. <laughs> there's two of those in the box and that's all you get. So, um, Val, where can people li listen and watch and read all of your stuff? What to see with Val is the website, which is being um, overhauled a little bit right now, but you can get everything, I believe from March on, but all the newer stuff is going to be uploaded soon. You can also find me what to see with Val on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And then I am Val Cameron everywhere. And I will also be on good things, Utah this Friday morning talking about avatar. <laughs> Which we'll do another day. Actually, I, Ryan and I already did that. I have to post that tomorrow when uh, Margot drops. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, I know you're seeing it tomorrow night. We'll see. Yeah. So don't don't leave, don't read and listen to our stuff till <laughs> so I know tomorrow night I'll be playing catch up for nominations. So that's uh -huh. what we'll be doing. So, uh, but yes. Yeah, so thanks for coming on, Val. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, you can listen, read, watch, post, like, share the visually stunning movie podcast at VS Movie Podcast, most places. Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, every place else. And we will be back soon with more movies because we still have more movies. But hopefully there'll be, what, two, three weeks around New Year where they won't be releasing anything? And then we get two weeks until Sundance. And then, oh, yes, we do have two weeks till Sundance. So hang out after. I need to talk to you about that when we're done. Okay. So <laughs> thanks, everyone, uh, for joining us. Uh, until we talk to you again and we have her back. I'm Mark. That's Val. Bye, Val. Bye. Uh, and we will talk to everyone later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.